a Lifetime original podcast. This week, we are taking you back to a real gym, psycho yoga instructor. That's right. We are gearing up for Lifetime's Shocktober with our exciting psycho series coming next month. We'll be covering psycho stripper, psycho wedding crasher, all the psychos. Love me some psychos. So enjoy this oldie (laughs) but goodie and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Have fun. I love a Lifetime movie. Oh, the body is still warm. Get it on Zillow. I'm sorry I said moist, but I wanted you to know how I felt about it. It's okay. They're flirting and then headband Steve comes in. And I'm like a knockoff Jojo Siwa. Ugh, this is a thrill. Giving us teenage Megan in a robe walking about publicly. The yoga is coming from inside the house. (laughs) God, insane. Insane. You know what insane is? Insane is thinking you're special. When you're just another minivan mom crawling into my studio thinking that she can reset her life. Hello, beautiful Lifetime fans. Welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Geely, and I am joined by our nautical-looking host today. You can't see her. It's a podcast. (laughs) I'm sorry that that is the medium, because she's looking beautiful (laughs) and fun as ever. Naomi (laughs) Ekperrigan. That's so nice you call me nautical, you guys. I am wearing black and white stripes, which for me says either mime or hammer. Oh, okay. That's the vibe I thought I was presenting. Yeah, for some reason, it's not a boat neck, but it's giving me boat neck vibes. Um, And Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. decided, it is a little like gondola captain. Uh-huh, uh-huh, absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) We're on the canal, slow and steady, and I overcharge you. I overcharge you. Just like Venice, Venice is sinking. And it is really terrifying to just, you know, people go, oh, it's beautiful. And Megan, it's like, come on. We're like literally 90 seconds into the pod and you're already talking about sinking Venice. It's just We have got to bring them up, Megan. We have to bring them right, up. Go to Florence. <laughs> <laughs> go to, yeah, go to Florence. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love your international tips. Now, Thank you. Speaking of international tips, you did just come back from Las Vegas, Nevada. Which has Paris. New York City, <laughs> Venice. It's got everything you it's got everything you need all in one place. With, with you don't need a passport. You know, no. that's the beauty of it. You don't need a passport. You, you know just what? walk down the strip. You don't even need a mask. You don't need shoes. You don't need a shirt. You don't need anything. You need nothing but your worst behaved self. And you were there with your in-laws, so were you on your best behavior? So my mother-in-law lives there full time. Um, oh wow! Okay, she is a Vegas queen, and mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a it's a little fun. It's a little family. Okay, you okay. know, so like mm-hmm. we're and I'm actually going back. I'm only back in LA to do this, and CJ had to film something, and then we're going back and we're taking our five year old niece to see her first uh, Vegas show. Oh no, my god, CJ! CJ was like, "Do you think she could stay up till midnight?" And her mom is like, "No, she <laughs> she's from Buffalo. That means it would be three a.m. her time. <laughs> like, truly pushing the limits of this five year old's world, but." Yeah, we're taking her to see a Vegas show, and I will be getting lit in front of her. Well, okay, I don't want her to be up to midnight. I was literally just ranting to Andy yesterday. There's nothing I hate more than a child up past like 10 p.m. Uh, don't when I see a Vegas. child out, when I see a child out late, I'm literally like, 
steal, take them from their parents. I hate it. I'm like, put the child in the bed. And if you can't put the child in the bed, you can't go out. Just accept that. Just accept that part of parenthood means you got to put the baby in the bed and you got to stay at home. Not in Vegas. They are wheeling these kids around in a casino filled with smoke until (laughs) midnight. They just go, oh, I'll park them over here and then I'm going to play roulette. You know, I mean, just, oh, kids. And I'm like, what, am I, have I lost my mind? You almost am like, <laughs> what time is it? Because there's just damn kids everywhere at all yeah. times of the night. And guess what? The kids are pissed. They're not like, right. this right. is exactly. awesome. They're like, ah! They are so <laughs> upset. So upset. And it's like, listen, you're screaming. Megan, turn down your volume. I'm Ta- sorry. If you're going to start yelling, you're going to have to take your volume down, girl. Okay. I mean, speaking of... <laughs> Speaking of taking their volume down, <laughs> that is what Mr. Dominic needed to do. In And by volume, I mean his personality. So that Absolutely. is me segueing in today's film, which is called Psycho Yoga Instructor. There it is, you guys. That's one of my favorite things about the Lifetime verse. They oh. let the titles do the talking. And that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. This is about a woman who is trying to save her marriage and her life Mm. when a sociopathic (gasps) yoga instructor becomes obsessed with her. Now, Naomi, do you know the difference? Because it's called psycho yoga instructor. And then Mm. in the log line, they call it sociopathic yoga instructor. You are from New York City, so I find you to be better educated and worldly than me. Wow. What is the difference between psycho and sociopath? Wow. Okay. So basically the idea is the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath is whether or not they have a conscience. Okay. Okay. So a psychopath doesn't have a conscience, whereas a sociopath will have one, but they'll still do it anyway. So basically the understanding that what they're doing is wrong. Okay. So a sociopath will be like, oh, I'm about to play them. You know what I mean? They know they're about to do something dirty. Okay. Whereas, you know, but a psychopath is just like, I need this thing and it doesn't matter what happens. Okay. Because I hear sociopath tossed around the comedy community. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, that that can't be every single person we know. Well, I don't, I think, (laughs) I will say this. I do think all humans have it in them because have you noticed how manipulative little children can be like Mm -hmm. kids start manipulating at like two years old and the fact that they can literally like pretend to cry or pit one parent against the other sociopaths sociopaths and then it's just a question of how strong your conscience becomes i mean so this is my theory this is my theory i'm no doctor Mm -hmm. but this is what i believe is going on we're all born sociopaths and then we just develop a conscience over time Okay. Now, um, in the last week, did something happen between you and a child? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're coming in hot. It seems like a kid stayed up past its bedtime and robbed you (laughs) and flipped you off as it ran outside of your house. (laughs) You know what? That didn't happen. But the fact is, I keep my head on a swivel. Okay? It's not going to happen to me because I'm on guard. Those little grubby little hands that will not happen. Okay? I will also never be the victim of a psycho yoga instructor. (laughs) But you guys, if you want to learn how not to become one, you got to watch this movie. It is on Lifetime Movie Club. And what I'm most excited about, Megan, though, we have a special guest with us to talk about this movie who's basically a super fan and was the one who told us we had to watch this movie. Yes. for the show. Which so it's we like, love. I love yeah. get, people, oh, ad- adoption gone wrong. People have been messaging 
Keep it coming. Also, yeah. a super fan, I am I am expecting copious amounts of compliments. Okay? I, absolutely. We're going to be coasting through this. Naomi and I, we're going to give you the recap. But <laughs> I am waiting for that dessert, which is just going to be super fan. Now, did it say super fan of Lifetime or us? I think Lifetime. But I've taken yeah. it to mean us. <laughs> wow. And, okay. Great. And that's is that what how I'm you looking, keep... Yeah, that's, that's how you keep a healthy self-esteem. That's beautiful because oh. you see one word, but then you just swap it out. You swap it out. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> I am not psychopathic, but I am delusional. <laughs> okay, I cannot wait to talk about this movie, you guys. Let's get into it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We open on what is a pretty typical, beautiful lifetime scene, a romantic looking bathtub, candles, the the lights are down, the mood is set, but then there's a bathtub for two. You know what I mean? A big one, a real soaking lover's tub. A jacuzzi. Yeah. And then the music changes and you're like, "Uh oh, this doesn't seem sexy. And (laughs) we see a woman who we will become to be known as Justine, is struggling and screaming from below the surface of the bathtub. Like she's Mm -hmm. underwater, ah, screaming, and like the bubbles are coming up very what lies beneath. (laughs) Of course we see her wake up. It's only a dream because we're mm-hmm. 10 seconds into the film. That would be absolutely crazy. Yeah. She is in an empty bed mm-hmm. and she's like looking around for a person. So you realize there should be someone there. Right. And we see boxes in the bedroom, which lead us to believe that there was a recent move into this house. And I'll tell you right off the bat, I'm imagining dead husband. That's what I think. My first thought is, okay, she's having this terrifying dream. She wakes up feeling for someone, but no one's there. Mm. And the move made me feel like, okay, she's a new widow. She has moved to a new place. Because you know these lifetime widows, they will get a house for five. Just for themselves. Just for themselves. And they'll move the day after someone's dead. They're like, oh, the body is still warm. (laughs) Get it on Zillow. And it's like, you really should be waiting. Exactly. It is not a dead husband. It is a neglectful husband. Some would say worse than a dead husband. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes down to the office and her husband, Tom, is asleep on the couch in his office. And we get the impression that this is happening regularly and Justine Mm -hmm. is pissed about it. Tom. You slept in your office again. Oh, late night. And a lot of those lately. So now you're like, oh, they probably moved because of the husband's job. Right. And now she's like, oh, I'm just alone in bed and you suck as a husband. 
Now, I'll tell you right away, I love this actor who plays Tom because for me, he has a nefarious everyman energy. Yeah. I've just seen him in a lot of things, you know, like I don't even think you got, like if you would know his face if you saw him. He's that kind of guy. Uh-huh. He's really very two-faced to me. He can really play that game. And so as soon as I see that he's the husband, you mm-hmm. know, because look, there are a lot of brunette boys who need to be husbands in the Lifetime verse. You know, you have a lot of options. There's something about this Brady Smith actor where I go, uh-oh, uh-oh. This is dangerous. That was my first thought. Yeah, he's more of a silver fox, which Mm. is exciting to see. I found him to be soothing. Interesting. Um, Which I know is not good because he's kind of a shitty husband for most of the movie. Yeah, he's a workaholic, you guys. The whole thing is that like he's a workaholic. He's always falling asleep in the office because he's working so hard. He got a big promotion. And they're trying to adopt a baby. Mm-hmm. And Justine is like nervous about it. You know, will they get accepted? And then you see that he's taken some prescription drugs. Yeah. This is all like the first three minutes that we meet him. Okay. So, you know, it's like prescription drugs. Are they going to get a baby? He's asleep in the office. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Are you worried? No. I am. I'm worried. I'm worried that the agency's going to call and say that we're not a match. Look, any kid in the world would be lucky to have you as its mom. It's going to happen. And then we see him leave the house without saying goodbye. Not good, Tom. Rude. You can't, you can't pop pills and then just run out. <laughs> Justine is doing what every heroine in a Lifetime movie does. Power walking with a know-it-all friend. Okay? <laughs> Justine is power walking with her gal pal, Jenny. And Jenny is very character actress. She's giving you regional theater energy. Mm. She's like fun and spunky and sassy. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and she's also to me, she a very suspect friend because literally they're talking and Ginny's like, "Well, Tom's probably cheating." Yeah, <laughs> I, like a friend who just literally plants in your head, "Your husband is cheating on you." I'm like, "Ah, Ginny, I don't know if you're that good of a friend." When they know they've got you, they are boorish. They sleep in their offices or worse. Tom wouldn't. No, I didn't think Jeff would. But when they're insecure, there's a little competition. That's when they get their act together. Justine just moved here. Like, just be happy that your friend moved here from across the country. We get the vibe of. And then to to pile on to, I think your husband's cheating, she brings up her beloved yoga. Listen to this. One class. And if you hate it, at least you get to watch Dominic and his abdominal muscles. He's made up of those and my fantasies. (laughs) You're so bad. You need flexibility, stability, and balance. Why not go to the place where you're going to get all three? Okay, does Ginny, does she get a cut? Like, does she work for the studio? I know, it's a hard sell. It's a real hard sell. And I I do this about Soul Cycle, and it's like, oh, I think I'm a Ginny. I'm like, you should come. It's really fun. I love the music. The teachers are so incredible. Well, you did tell me that. The one time we hung out, you were like, I'm going to SoulCycle after this. Do you want to come? I was like, no, Megan, I've just eaten salmon and risotto. I'd like to take a nap. And you were like, we do it. It's so fun. And I was like, Megan, I don't like to sweat in public. I'm not in shape. And you were like, it's okay. You can just lower the resistance. Uh, I'm a Ginny. It was really, Ginny was a mirror for me, and I didn't like what I saw. You didn't like it. I know. Okay, so next we see Justine. She's getting the house in order after the move, and then she gets an email that they were not a match for the adoption they were up for. Mm -hmm. You okay? No. If they didn't feel it was a match, there's got to be a reason. It doesn't make any sense. 
that just seems like the worst yeah, news. The worst feeling could, ever. Like worse than not getting into your dream school. Like it's Absolutely. just it I can't imagine news worse than that. And so she immediately bursts into tears. Understandably of so. It's like whenever I mean, look. It's also like when you try, I hear, like when you try to get an, an, a dog, my point being, not that babies and dogs are the same, but this idea that when you are going to a place and you're like, I would like to love and care for this unhoused orphan, Ugh. the idea that someone looks at your life and goes, oh, absolutely not. We, yeah. we would rather have this orphan in the system than have her go home with your ass. That is very upsetting. That we, is like, wow, I need to make a change. <laughs> you know, We would rather make a killer twin than send... <laughs> that not yet killer twin home with you absolutely but and she's like we're white (laughs) (laughs) she's like have you seen how big our house is have you seen the taupe the cream the beige there's a pool tom's a lawyer he takes pills come on you don't want a dad that takes pills (laughs) well tom like tries to comfort her but he is it's interesting though because he is like that kind of calm in some ways the way some guys can be like when when you know your partner's very upset and then sometimes the guy can sort of be like it's gonna be okay like it'll be fine wallow with me exactly wallow with me i think is what justine wants especially when as we said it's like they didn't want to give us a baby like that how do you not feel bad you know what i mean like how do you not feel bad and you know, he just pretty much doesn't understand her emotions, which I will say I think doesn't make much sense for a couple that has been together since they were teenagers. I'm like, if you don't know her moods and like how to talk to her, I don't know how you've lasted this long. Yeah. And so it's revealed that Tom basically like isn't really into the process right now. Like Mm -hmm. Justine feels like he doesn't want a baby maybe at all. Yeah. And, And he doesn't really refute that. I feel like maybe, maybe we should just give it a little more time before we dive right back in again. I think that would be smart and I think it'd be good for both of us. I'm going to bed. Oh, it's obviously really tough and difficult. I think this is like a relatable thing for a couple to be going through. Mm -hmm. I did find it surprising that Justine and Tom were high school sweethearts because I thought there was a massive age gap between them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Tom is pushing 50. Justine's 35. Right. I don't know how they could have actually gone to high school So were they high school sweethearts and he was her teacher? (laughs) 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 That's a wrinkle. But no, because we see later like a a beautifully photoshopped um, (laughs) picture of him as like a a cheerleader and her oh was he a quarterback okay I thought they were both cheerleaders maybe they were oh my god maybe I'm being like heteronormative (laughs) loser and he was a male cheerleader in what would have been the 80s I don't know that feels I doubt it not the time we know not the (laughs) time we know definitely but let's just say after this where she's feeling like Tom you don't get it some for some reason this gives Justine the resolve to go to yoga so she like comes down the next morning in yoga clothes what are you wearing yoga I signed up last night. You signed up for yoga? Yeah. I just feel like I have to get out of my head. Not everybody checks off their emotions in boxes like you. I don't do that. Like he does not push. He does not want to know more. So Justine goes to yoga and Mm -hmm. Ginny is like, 
moist for this man. Yeah. She is like very excited about Dominic. I'm sorry I said moist, but I want you okay. to know how I felt about it. It's a gross word, but I also thought Ginny was being a little too thirsty. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. At this point, we have not seen Dominic. So it's just Ginny talking him up. And you're like, okay. You know, it's like that thing of like, let us be the judge, Ginny. Okay. Exactly. We'll tell you if we're hot for Dominic. But she doesn't even make it, frame it as like, he's so sexy. It's like, he's so elevated. He is so, but like the tone is definitely like, I'm hot for him. But like, you're pretending he's smart to justify wanting to have sex with him. Now, if you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Now. I'm saying he's not very bright, but you guys just listen to Dominic's opening monologue as he walks into the yoga class. Listen to this. I was walking to class today and I noticed this little sprig of green pushing its way out of the cement. Now, I couldn't tell if it was a flower, plant, or a weed, but I respected its persistence. We all have a ceiling, like that sprig. And like that little sprig did, we have to break through to achieve our full potential. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, I guess you know something. It almost made me feel like maybe I could be a yoga instructor. You just have to slowly tell a story. Just slowly tell a story. Just be like, so I was walking my dog today. And as I waited for her to poop, I thought, <laughs> why are we all in such a rush to come out in some extent? Why don't we slowly reveal ourselves? Deep breath. I could do that. Yeah. That was pretty yoga-y, wasn't it? I'll pay you $75. So then they just like, he finishes this monologue and then he's immediately like, downward dog, you know? And like (laughs) they just like dive right into it. You can tell there's like, these women are programmed. The class is all women. Yep. It's like, okay, we know why they're there. And I know that this is part of like yoga. He is touching everyone and adjusting them and like, you know, fixing their hips, pushing their booties up, like Mm -hmm. doing all that stuff. But it does feel overly sensual to me. And he keeps talking about the damn sprig. When it hurts, especially when it hurts, when it aches, we stand tall like that little sprig. And then he's staring at Justine, like very obviously, like making eye contact with her, watching Mm -hmm, her every move mm -hmm, in a way that's mm -hmm. like, uh, if that was my first time at a workout class, I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm bad. <laughs> like, what's going on? But also, she's amazing. For someone, she's like, well, I did it a couple times, like, over a decade ago. She's amazing at yoga, okay? Perfect balance. Perfect core strength. I was like, well, well, well. Way to make it look easy. Yeah. But as she's leaving, she and Ginny drive home, and she's literally like, wow, I feel amazing. That feels great. Um, I feel taller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you looking so relaxed. Thank you, Dominic. If it was that easy, we would all be doing yoga. But honestly, one class and she's forever changed. She's forever changed. She's taller. Right. Okay. But then she gets home and she and Tom are kind of arguing again, right? It's all about the, you know, adoption thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tom comes in very late to dinner that she's obviously made. And the fight basically restarts again about the adoption. And... Listening to this, you can tell they're definitely not on the same page. I'm just saying what we're both thinking out loud. Do you really think that I don't want us to have a baby? Do you really think that? Then help me. Please. (sighs) Thank you for dinner. 
I have a deadline and I'm going to be in my office. And okay. Tom leaves. He's he back at his office. Dinner. Now, you know people not <laughs> eating food in movies is a trigger of mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, also, disappointed. You also know immediately, you guys, they're also sitting at a comically long table. Mm-hmm. Like, it is literally seating for eight. They're on either end. And that's a perfect way to tell you this couple is distant. Oh, Literally, yeah. figuratively. Yeah. So not, that's where they're at. Yeah, it's not in the sexy way like Batman. Um, and <laughs> and when he leaves, Justine does whisper to herself, I'm the sprig. Oh no, she's in too deep. She's in too deep. And this basically kicks off a whole montage where it's like Justine going to yoga, making a smoothie, wearing cool Lululemon outfits. Dominic's touching her to help adjust her. Dominic's muscles, Dominic's legs, Dominic's hair, Dominic fixing her booty. A true music video level of sexual montage. Absolutely, absolutely. And then finally, Justine gets to class one day and it's, she's like early and no one's there but Dominic. And they start to like chit chat and there's like very clearly sexual tension. Yeah. And she's he's like, you should see me for private instruction. <sighs> and then, you know, as Justine is weighing this, Megan, what happens? Something big happens for both of us. A man comes into <laughs> class that Naomi and I... No. And I'm talking, we know. No. <laughs> this man is a stand up comedian. Yes. His name is Steve Hofstetter. And yes. in the movie, his name is Headband Steve. So it Headband feels like Steve. we know the character in the film too, because he doesn't even have a different name. Exactly. I texted you. I texted my husband. I have told <laughs> multiple people. I did a show last night. I'm like, Steve Hofstetter was in a Lifetime film. And they were like, oh my God. Like, this was. Huge, huge for Naomi and me and the comedy community at large. The community as a whole, definitely. I fully screamed. (sighs) And because I hadn't seen him in years. And it's like, and it's just so funny because literally his character, he's just like in a too tight shirt, a headband, and he just like ruins the vibe. That's the game. Is that like they're flirting and then headband Steve comes in? Since coming here, I mean, my stress chakras were like Everest. And now, like, K2. And And it it just gave me hope for our cameo, you know? Yes. Like, I'm just like, oh, okay, we are having comedians play themselves, you know? Yeah. I could be um, (laughs) headband Megan, you know? Right, right. (laughs) Tutu Naomi. I think you would be scrunchy. You could be scrunchy. Oh, I, I feel like that would be fun. Scrunchy Megan. Oh that my god. So fun. And I'm like a knockoff JoJo Siwa. Oh, this is a thrill. This <laughs> is so exciting. Okay. <sighs> Later that night, Justine is at home, and Tom has brought her flowers to apologize for how he acted earlier. Yep. So that is mm-hmm. that is good. I'm going to come home early and apologize. I'm sorry. They're beautiful, Tom. Thank you. You're welcome. Then, then they get into this conversation and he's very tentatively like supportive. Like he just apologized for being a dick, but you mm-hmm. can tell that he is skeptical of this new yoga passion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I don't know why. I don't know why he's so skeptical of it because like as far as things to do when you're maybe upset, it's like, all right, go for it. It feels very right to me. A lot of my white female friends, they usually get into yoga after a breakup, but it can be very dangerous. But its I don't worry until they decide to get their certification. Okay, well, when a white woman decides to get a yoga certification out of the blue, 
She's on the brink. She's on the brink. She doesn't know what to do with herself. She is trying to rebuild. And I'm like, oh, Lord, this is going to be a long year. And she figure out this won't fix it, you know? Yeah, so uh, Justine is inching closer and closer to that edge (laughs) that you do not like. Yeah. Tom and Justine, they're just not good. Um, Like, even when he's apologizing, they still then get in an argument because this is when it's, like, confidently revealed that he does not want to have a baby. Oh, boy. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong that you don't want a baby and that you're happy our application wasn't approved. (sighs) But then, you know, Justine is back in class and here's when she does the thing I'm very worried about. She's having a chat with Headband Steve and then and Headband Steve is like trying to hit on her and it's just not going to happen for him. Uh. And so then Dominic comes over and he's like, be careful. Men can sense vulnerability. And at first she's she's offended. And then he's like, what? It's good to be open. And then he asks if she wants to become a yoga instructor. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. He's trying to lead her down a dark path. Listen to this exchange. What makes you think I would be a good yoga teacher? This... You, that same vulnerability, it's a gift. You're so open, people can relate to you. They, they want to be near you. I saw that the moment you walked into my class. You can make people become better versions of themselves. All right, all right. He's laying it on thick. So Laying thick. it on thick. So thick. And like, when he says men can sense vulnerability, it's like, you're talking about yourself, bitch. You're yes. talking yes. about yourself. Whenever a man warns me about another man, I'm like, yeah. you you have one finger pointing out and three pointing back at you, bitch. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling in my vibe. That's what I'm feeling. At this point, Dominic is reminding me of a, of a Greek man I once knew who was very pushy and didn't understand boundaries. His name was Jorgis. I won't give you a last name. Okay. But he was very, it was so funny. Oh my God, Megan. I didn't even put this together. When I met him, he was wearing a fedora. Wow. It wasn't, it wasn't pink. Okay. Pinstriped. No. Black and white pinstriped fedora. Naomi, that's how that I knew he was. be worse. That's how I knew he was foreign. And we <laughs> met, that's how I knew he was immediately foreign. And then we met, it was like one of those New York nights, the train, you know, decided to just stop running. We all kind of get off and he had a, he was gorge. He had like yeah. a gorge face, gorge body. And I forget, <gasps> how, you know, like you start talking to people where you're like, what train is going to work? And I'm like, where oh, are we all going to go? Yeah, you know, we're yeah. all walking. Yeah. So that's it. We were chatting. And then I was like, I'm getting a cab. And then he comes up. He's like, and then like, of course, no cabs would stop for me. Racial profiling. And and I joke, I go, use your white hand to get me a taxi. That's what I said to this full stranger. He does it. And the cab stops. He goes, please put this beautiful woman in a taxi. Oh. And when that happens, whatever. I think I gave him my work card. And then he like emails me. And it's like a beautiful, tender ESL moment. Wow. But he became so... He came on so forcefully, like mm-hmm. we had gone out on one date and then he was like, you're my girlfriend. And it was like, you're a snow. This is insane. And he was just like, it was like, he was already into me, even though we didn't even know each other that well. He was just down with the brown. He was like one of those guys who was just like, mm-hmm. all black women are beautiful. And like, mm-hmm. I want one. And it was like, That's I was what when we he call happened a to Prince have Harry on this Lifetime <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was like, we are not going to Botswana. Okay. I'm not going to take you. No, nope, not going. But, but again, it's that, that intense energy where you're like, yeah. why is this happening? Very right. Dominic, very Yorkist. They're both Greek. That's all I'm saying. Oh, is Dominic Greek? Yes. I thought he was Italian. <laughs> well, no, he's I, a Greek man. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, man. you're right. Because his, his real name is revealed later. <laughs> okay. So 
Justine is just, I mean, she is vulnerable, which is why mm-hmm. she's falling for all of this just total BS that mm-hmm. Dominic is spewing to her. Um, mm-hmm. So later that night, she's giving Tom the rundown. She's going to be taking four to five private sessions a week. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to become a yoga instructor. And she also says, I'm the sprig to Tom. And she's like, what? Yeah. He's like, and not he's, interested. He's like, okay, bye-bye. He, yeah, he's like, this, he's like, my wife is insane. <laughs> Yoga strengthens me and it balances me. I'm a sprig. You're a what? It's a term I learned in yoga. Well, if this is something that you need, then I'm on board. But then that night, we get another bathtub nightmare. Justine's below the surface of the water. She's smiling. And then Tom's standing over her. But when she reaches out to him, he just, like, takes a phone call instead. (gasps) And then she's screaming from below. So it's like, okay, yes, we know what these dreams are about. The relation is not good. And he does this really creepy. He's like, (laughs) 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 while his wife is drowning. You're like, account, account, chocula. Chocula laugh, definitely. One, two, Justine, four to five sessions a week. Um, <laughs> that was excellent accent work, Megan. I've never you. been so impressed. Thank you. I hope I don't get canceled for my count impression. <laughs> okay, so she wakes up. Obviously, she's not actually in the bathtub. Justine takes some deep cleansing breaths, mm-hmm. which you are supposed to do before you get out of bed. But I never do. I go right for my phone and I start doom scrolling. Right. Um, <laughs> she jumps out of bed and she goes, we see this like sort of montage again of like putting her clothes on, making her smoothie. I do notice that her smoothie never has ice in it and it is upsetting mm-hmm. to me. Yes, 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 yes. I definitely understand that. If you're not going to use ice, you got to use frozen fruit. And if you're not doing it, you're not making a good one. That's all. But you know what? Who cares? Because Tom is taking pills. That's his (laughs) breakfast of champions. And then he's scrolling at his phone and it's just someone named S, the letter S, which you know is nefarious. And he calls, but we don't know who it is. Okay, right? He's just calling S. And then while this is happening, honey, Justine giving us yoga, loving it, doing hard moves, closer and closer to Dominic until finally he comes over for an at-home session. The spring home edition begins. Dominic, hi, please come in. This is my house. Ah, you've got a beautiful home. This is so weird what happens. She takes him on a tour of the house showing him Tom's office. I thought that was strange, Megan. So strange. And like, that's the only room they went in. You know, know? (laughs) like she doesn't take him in the kitchen. She's not like, oh, this is a half bath. She's just like, yeah, here's our house. Here's my neglectful husband's office. And Dominic is like, this is cool. And like touching things. It was so weird. Um, And then- And then they have this weird moment where, like, she kind of tells a white lie where she's like, yeah, sometimes he works late. And Dominic's like, you're lying. And he tells her she can't tell lies because those are toxins. I used to lie all the time. I'm just saying that I'm here to work on your health and to maintain that health. But to do that, we have to remove the toxins toxins he uses the word toxins over and over and it's like well but also to the way he's like you're lying and then he has to like quickly cover it under like self-help language right right is that often Uh here and there lies 
first he comes in real harsh yeah. and then it's like, well, they're toxins. It's like, okay, you are crazy. Yeah. They're outside, they're training and basically they're like nose to nose, very They tender. don't need to be this close. The backyard is big. Yeah. The backyard is big. There's no need for it. And Tom comes home trying to surprise Justine with a little lunch mm-hmm. and he sees that and Tom's not having it. Listen to this awkward ass interaction. Justine is the perfect student. Yes, she's always really good at anything she puts her mind to. And body. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys get back to what you were, whatever that was. <laughs> I love whatever that was. Whatever. I love whatever that was. Oh! Okay, so then Tom like watches them continue from the window and yeah. it's obviously weird, you know? Like yeah, of Dominic does not dial it back. If anything, he dials yeah. it up. Yeah. For the second time, Tom leaves yep. food. Leaves food on the <laughs> counter and walks out and it's like, Tom, you gotta eat. You cannot be taking whatever illegal drugs you're on (laughs) on an empty stomach. Maybe they're suppressing his appetite. Maybe it's a very Jesse Spano. I'm so, so excited. I'm so, so scared. Because why else is he never eating food? And so (sighs) as they're training, which is so funny to me that basically Justine is like, well, I guess he left. So she's not having it. And basically she reveals to Dominic about trying to have a baby and how it's not going well. And he's like, you're gonna be a great mom gonna be a great mom I can see that I'm sure Tom does too what do you know Dominic but sure and then that night Tom comes home clearly drunk like he is wasted and then Justine is like why weren't you nicer to Dominic weird well I mean Dominic was is a hot young thing yeah breathing in your exhaled breath okay you guys are too close what do you want Tom to feel I'm on Tom's side all of a sudden, you want to spend all your time with some yoga guy because now yoga's your thing. And then I come here, and he's here, and then you're dressed like some cougar on the prowl? Excuse me? And I'm supposed to be an adult about it? And Dominic was weird. He's weird. So weird. So like, weird. The only person who doesn't think he's weird is Justine and Ginny. And like, Ginny <laughs> doesn't really spend any time with him. So Justine <laughs> is the only, like, I wonder if any part of Ginny is like, why hasn't he asked me to do five sessions? Well, so hello. That's the thing. I was like, we don't hear from him. Like, we need a moment from Jenny. I feel like maybe they had to cut it for time because I'm like, Jenny w- must be so jealous that she yeah. is having one-on-one with Dominic in her house. Yeah. And I was like, where's Jenny? Where's Jenny? I thought maybe their friendship was going to have a problem. You know, that she was going to be like mad that she took, that Justine took Dominic or something. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to argue either. I just want our house to be a calm and serene place where we both feel safe. We need that. Our baby will need that. So I thought they were going to get into like a massive fight and then he just falls asleep while she's talking to him. (laughs) And that felt really realistic. Very real. (laughs) Yes. So he's passed out now. His phone, you know, dings. A message pops up from S who we saw Mm. him contact earlier, and it says, missed you. (gasps) And then Justine sees there's a voicemail, which we will listen to right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, we're back. Megan, I'm on edge. What's this voicemail? Oh my God, what's this voicemail? Listen to this. Tom, um, I waited here for you as long as I could, but I really don't know if we should move forward without your wife knowing. Give me a call when you can on myself. Okay. I think it's adoption. I do not yeah. think it's a, I don't think he's having an affair. It feels very work because it's like before we proceed with this, like no one is like having an affair being like, let's touch your wife before we continue to bone. Right. That's not how that goes. And and missed you could just be like, I missed a call from you. Exactly. Exactly. So they're doing a little bit of like a, they're making it seem like he's cheating. Um, yeah. And, they, and Justine obviously believes he's cheating. But I think you and I as lifetime experts are like, this right. feels this feels not sexy. Right. I mean, also, you know, at first I'm like, Justine, what are you doing? But you got to remember, she's got that friend Ginny who literally from the opening scene was like, he's probably cheating. Right. So, you know, Ginny, granted Ginny is divorced. And so she's a little bitter. But, you know, you've already got that in the back of her head. So I was like, okay, Justine is like predisposed to expect him to be messing around. So the moment she sees anything dicey, I will I will say, putting someone in by just the letter of their name is, is weird. very sketchy. Is it's weird. very sketchy. Now, do we know for a fact that Ginny is divorced or is that just the energy you're reading off of her? I was able to put all the pieces together because okay. she says, like, I don't want to get hurt like this. And then she, like, calls okay. her ex and is like, did you get yeah. the beach house or not? You're so right, I put you're right. it that together. But, you know, she's never, like, as a divorcee of six months. But she's right. Okay. Okay. Think. I mean, she is divorced, whether she yes. said it or not. She is. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't know if that was concrete. Her us then also just being lifetime experts again. Absolutely. Okay. So... Now Justine is back in the dream bath. We are in the dream world. And this time she is under the water and reaching out for Dominic. Uh Mm Uh-oh, that is a real escalation in their relationship. And then she's sitting in the tub just staring at him. Like not under the water, just like looking at him and he looks handsome. And then she wakes up. So now Ginny is over because Justine is like, you're right, he was cheating on me. And the woman's name is S. That makes perfect sense. If he's off with someone else, what does he care what I'm doing? Because he thinks that you're the one doing the cheating. That takes precedence over anything that he's doing. They both are like, Tom sucks, you know. And then Justine cries. But Ginny is like, listen, you have Dominic. So you're ready for whatever life throws you. Working with Dominic is giving you all the tools to help you face everything that life's throwing at you, yeah? Yeah. So dive in. What, Ginny? You're put you're giving him too much power. Ginny is giving Dominic too much power. But Justine's on board because they start tra- they're training again. Our next scene, right? They're private, in Justine's private training. In the backyard, Justine's backyard. And 
basically they're about to kiss, but then Justine starts crying, yeah. tells, you know, like, my marriage is so bad. And basically he's like, Tom is a distraction, not a solution. And then he also says, everything is about you, Justine. And I was like, oh, this is why white women love yoga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, someone just telling you, everything's about you. It all comes back to you. Everything you feel is important. No wonder. It is important to remember that this is psycho psycho yoga, not regular yoga, though. Okay, okay, even though I would argue regular yoga does have tinges of the psycho. Yes, of course, probably. Okay. Okay, so Dominic says her solution is working on herself with Dominic. Like, Mm. basically, like, cut Tom out of this Mm, picture. So they hug, and then Justine kisses Dominic. Yep, yep. Oh my God. And then he's like, I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I should go. Dominic. I lied. What? I'm not sorry for the kiss. I I don't know what to say. Just ask me to stay. You know, he wants to stay, but he knows he shouldn't, and she knows he shouldn't. And then he gives her an amethyst crystal. A giant, you guys, he literally giant. reaches for his satchel, and he has the biggest crystal I've ever seen. It's a geode. Yeah. It's a full-on geode that he's just been carrying around for days. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I got very excited because amethyst is my birthstone. Okay. Um, All and right. so I thought, oh, I gotta get me one of those. That's what I thought <laughs> during during this cheating on her husband scene. So she does not ask him to stay. Good girl, Justine. Um, so he leaves and then she's like, ah, you know, very like teen girl. Caught. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's in a love triangle now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we see her very much going through it because she's clearly <laughs> having a sex dream about Dominic. Yeah. And now Tom is in the bathtub screaming and Dom is the one being like, ha, 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 laughing at Tom <laughs> drowning in the bathtub. And then Justine screams and wakes up. Surprisingly, though, when she wakes up, Tom is actually in the bed. First time. First time we've seen first, 52 minutes into the film. <laughs> and basically, he's like, are you okay? And then she uses this moment in the middle of the night after waking up from a confusing nightmare to ask him, who is S? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Tom is like, you went through my phone, which is not the point. After 16 years of marriage, Justine, you'd figure that I would have earned a little bit of trust. I heard her voicemail, Tom, so you can't just pretend it's a coworker. I know what this is. Oh, yeah, what? It's the yoga guy. Yeah, maybe you've done something. Maybe you're, I don't know, thinking of doing something. But that doesn't mean that I am. Which, okay, again, he's turning it around, but she did just kiss Dominic. So is he wrong? Yeah. Is he wrong? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're getting the psycho in the yoga. Things go up a notch because we are flashing between this scene and then a scene at the yoga studio. There is a class that Dominic is teaching. Justine is not at it. Saturday at midnight. Sick. That's psycho to me. The class is Saturday at midnight, Megan. Is that what was happening? It was a Saturday midnight yoga. It was packed with women who I guess didn't want to watch SNL. And they were just doing (laughs) yoga at midnight. No, if I said, CJ, I'm going to a midnight workout class, he'd be like, you're going to have sex with a workout instructor? Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Absolutely not. Get in bed. Are you crazy? (laughs) 
Um, so we see the yoga class and there is a very wet, it's raining outside, um, yeah. very wet blonde woman who barges into the class and starts yelling, Elijah, Elijah at Dominic. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hey, 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 relax. I have no idea who Elijah is. Don't you dare do that to me, Elijah. He's you. I left my husband for you. Is this what gets you off? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, and you have to know that when this is happening too, she tries to hit him yes. and he grabs her hand like a ninja, okay? And then she's like, ow. Like, you know, she like he's grabbing her and she's making that, you know, she's wincing. Like, he's obviously hurting her. And then, of course, she's like, okay, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go any further. But th then imagine too, you're in yoga. Everyone's looking. Everybody in yoga is like, uh, no. Yes? You know what I mean? And she's like, He's not the man you think he is. Go. <laughs> Out. And then she leaves. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Midnight yoga is wild. This is crazy. I mean, this woman says she left her kids. Yeah. Her yeah, well, which and is her on kids her. And, and all her money is gone. That's on her. That's on her. I was like, wow. She's like, I gave up everything for you. My husband, my kids. It's like, okay, ma'am. You don't, oh, I don't think it was God. on him to give up your kids. That was your personal and life choice. Dominic doesn't do a great job being like, because he's just like, well, who, what's going on with her? And it's like, what? Tom, like all the women are truly like, yeah, no, she, you are Elijah. Like that, <laughs> you're, you're definitely Elijah. So much so that his number one fan, Ginny leaves the class, gets into her car and calls her ex-husband who apparently can look up backgrounds of people. And I'm guessing that's why she's still friends with her ex-husband. Um, and she asks him to look up Dominic's background. Finally, somebody is doing something. Sebastian Nikos also goes by Dominic Romero. Thank you. While all this is happening, again, Justine and Tom are now up in the middle of the night fighting. And he's like, you want to know who S is? Call her. Call her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's one in the morning. Who's going to answer? And then she calls. This is Dr. Stephanie Sullivan at the Finding Forever Adoption Agency. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. What did we say, Beckett? What did we say? And this Stephanie, she thinks she found him another baby. Wow. I found another agency. I might have possibly found another baby. Hello. And Justine, oh, she's so happy. Oh, yeah. Tom must care. And now I will say, to be fair, Tom never gave any indication that he did care. So I'm no. just as surprised as she is, quite frankly. You didn't have to do that alone. Let's try to protect you. Justine. So obviously now Justine is back on Team Tom. She, yeah. Her love is renewed. So what does she do? She cancels her next session with Dominic and Dominic freaks out, punches a mirror. Now we see the psycho and psycho yeah. yoga instructor. Oh boy. I need you to know we're about an hour in. And this is one of the things though. Sometimes I feel with Lifetime, they will let the title tell you the movie but then use that as a reason to not actually show you the movie. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Meaning we know that he's a psycho yoga instructor from the title, right? So we mm -hmm. go in looking at everything Dominic does, being like, okay, you weird. We know you're about to be psycho. We know you're about to be psycho. 
you've got to give me more psycho before the first hour. You got to give me more psycho, Megan. Mm -hmm. I wanted more psycho from our yoga instructor. Yeah, I mean, the most psycho thing he does is go in Tom's office. So far, exactly. (laughs) So far, the only thing he does is like he's mad about a last minute cancellation, which honestly, most freelancers would be. Okay, you got to give 24 hours notice. People have things to do. Maybe this is just a testament to how good at Dom is at hiding his psychoness, though. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It is It is interesting how the language of, of yoga and self-improvement can really mask crazy. Because that's mm-hmm. what he uses, right? Like, even when a very distraught woman storms in, he's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, as long as you stay calm, it makes the other person look, you know, unhinged in comparison, even though they're probably fully in their right, right. to act and, like and this. And when you know someone I mean? is sopping wet with makeup mm-hmm. running down, it's like, well, now you've they, they've backed themselves into a corner. It's not their fault. It's, it just was raining. It's but, true. But, you know, the next morning, Justine and Tom are in bed. They're feeling lovey. He reminds her he is- Marriage is cared. <laughs> all you need is just one adoption specialist. And basically, he's like, I have a work trip. I'm going to go on butt. I'm going to take a break after that. You know, they. he's like, let's reconnect, basically. And then he also says that he's done with the pills. I'll stop him. I'm done with them. Good. I just, I know that you knew about it. I just, I just don't want you to worry about it, okay? Now, Megan, I never knew what the pills were. Did you? No, I have no idea what the pills are. And he's like, I know you know that I was taking the pills. And we're like, what are the pills? Are they Adderall? And then she acts like, does she know? She she doesn't say anything because I don't think she did know. But right? But she just like didn't say anything? No, she's like, oh, you just sucked so bad. I didn't eat. I thought it was work. I didn't eat the pills. That, I will say that's one hole I really wish they would have filled in this movie. What were the pills? You know what? We're going to have to make a call to the writer. We're going to mm-hmm. have to get answers. You're right. But you know what? They're still in a good place. Tom's getting ready to leave for his trip. And then the doorbell rings. And then there's the most awkward conversation ever. Listen to this. I have two types of students. The ones who come to me to escape their schedules and the ones who come to me to escape those who live and die by their schedules. That's great. You must be draining for your body and soul to harbor such weight. I feel pretty good. Really? Really. A session with me is what you need. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Why, why not? No, it's just... Come on, I gave oh. your wife what she needed. <laughs> Dom- Dominic can just not help himself. He's Dominic like- is messy. That is also... This is a tinge of psycho. Just a little yeah. bit of this. I was like, wow. This, is, this man is bold. This man will not be deterred. I feel like overall, Tom kind of has the patience of a saint when it comes yeah. to dealing with Dominic. Like, yeah, this yeah, yeah. man is clearly cuckoo bananas. Um, <laughs> and, like, the first time they met was horrific. This is so weird. Like, and right. and Tom's just like, all right, dude, I'm going to Dallas. You know, just right, like, right. Beat it. Okay. So then we see, oh, Naomi, you're going to love this. Oh. Then we see 
Justine walk Tom out and kiss him goodbye as he's heading to the airport. And we know, because it's a Lifetime film, that they are being watched. Yes, We see the that. vantage point of Dominic watching the woman he loves, mm-hmm, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, kiss her <laughs> husband. And she has a towel around her head. And I was happy to see that because I was like, where was she when he rang the doorbell? But we yeah. realized she was in the shower. Yep, 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 yep. That was where she was at, really giving us teenage Megan in a robe yeah. walking about publicly. Yes. And, and then she's going into the kitchen and does not notice that Dominic is now in the backyard. Oh, and now, it's I will say That was such a good shot. Like yeah. him through the blinds with oh. that like stone cold face. I was like, okay, chill to the bone. Chill yeah. to the bone. Very. It, yeah, it's gone from zero to psycho quickly. Very quickly. Okay, so Justine goes to the yoga studio. She's going to basically break yoga off with him. Um, and, <laughs> and Dominic is, like, just so all over her. Like, yeah. And yeah, she, yeah, is, yeah. she is letting him down easy and gently. And then that's when he really turns on the psycho. Listen to this. He would make you feel safe. I don't think you should talk to me like that. I have every right to talk to you like that. Every right. I love you. Don't say that. Why not? It's true. If you search inside, if you really search inside of you, you would see that you love me too. Dominic. I know, I know, it's scary. But with this prick, let fear rule its life. Dominic, I don't love you. I don't really know you. And you don't love me. It's over. You're breaking my heart. You are stabbing a knife in my heart. Oh, boy. And it gets even worse because basically she's gone and he's now standing in the empty studio repeating over and over, like, take all the time you need. And then he's like, and breathe. He's like acting like pretty much he's like leading an imaginary class that's only in his mind. And then he picks up some broken shards of glass and squeezes them, making his hands bleed. And then he laughs with delight. Oh my God, here we are. One hour, eight minutes in. There's our psycho. <laughs> there's our psycho. Oh. Okay, so Ginny really comes through. She is at Justine's house and she has gotten the information from her cop friend of a friend, I think. It's so, like her husband's, her yeah, ex-husband's friend, the cop. It's like, okay, Ginny has connections. She has and, connections. And, and it's not legal, but she's willing to go right. there. <laughs> and so... Dominic's real name is Sebastian Nikos. Yes. There you go. Greek, mm-hmm. Greek king. We see well, mug shots, and then we see pictures of his first wife, who is battered and bruised all over her face. Very upsetting images, so mm-hmm. trigger warning there. And then we see his last girlfriend, who has hanged herself from what looks like a church steeple. Right, it looks like a bell tower or something. And the family of... This victim does not think that she killed herself. The the implication is that Dominic or whatever he was calling himself at that time actually killed her and made it look like a suicide. And finally, Justine tells Ginny, she's like, we kissed. Like, me and Dominic kissed. 
And Jenny was like, you're coming with me, pack a bag. And now I'm like, okay, Jenny, you are a real one. Because at yeah. first I thought, okay, she's messy. She's just here to cause trouble. But she's a real one. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. You're coming to my house because this is a guy who just ruins lives and takes lives. So you're coming to my house. You should not be alone. It'll be okay, right? You're going to pack a bag, come with me to the police station, and stay with me tonight. Thank you for being such a good friend. Jenny's the one that introduced them. <laughs> it's the least she can do to give her her You're guest right. bedroom. You're right. Jenny's a true agent of chaos. You're very <laughs> correct. You're very correct. Okay, so Jenny waits in the car, and Justine is up in her bedroom packing mm -hmm. and closing the windows, locking everything, making sure the house is closed up. And as she goes to open the front door, she realizes that one of those like hotel latches, yeah, is, the chain, the, the like, chain, locked, thank you, yeah. is locked. And she's like, "That's weird." And there's a lot of blood on it too. <laughs> blood on the chain, like, which you got to keep in mind. Like, it was very goopy, but keep yeah. in mind. This man was squeezing shards of glass yeah. for fun. So that's where that came from. <sighs> but she like literally touches it and like feels it in her fingers where I'm like, girl, ew, it's blood. You don't need to touch it to know it's blood. But now, what do you think? You know what's happening next, honey. We're in the last act of an LT film. Dominic also noticed Sebastian. In the house. In the house. He has a knife. The yoga oh. is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And at knife point, he basically, he makes Justine call Ginny and say, I've changed my mind. I'm staying home. You go ahead without me. Ginny's like, all right, bye. Got it. It's like, you know, Ginny, come Ginny, on. Ginny, come on. You should know that she's like crying. You should be able to hear that in her voice. For someone who's like your best friend, you need to know when she's in distress. I really thought Ginny would come through with one of her like cop connections. Let's listen to just a snippet of this phone call. Ginny, um, I, um, I'm changing my mind. I'm not going to come with you. Look, it's one night without your bed. You'll get over it and thank me before you know it. No, I'm going to be fine. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, that is distress. She is yeah. in distress. I would, yeah. we, I, if you called me like that, I'm not going to be able to make it to brunch. Oh, no, I'm having a great day. Bye. I'd be like, oh, 911, 311. Maybe I'd call 311 first, you know? <laughs> um, I'd, I'd DM Andy, but I definitely <laughs> wouldn't be like, see ya, bitch. Um, oh, but my that's God. what Ginny does. So, Okay, so now Dominic is, is is just full Sebastian psycho. He's just <laughs> ranting. He's saying, there's no way you can love Tom. He's terrible. He implies that Tom is the reason they can't have kids, which had been implied yeah, earlier, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a man who, who doesn't sleep with you? Who, who, who would rather sleep on his couch rather than next to you, to your body? A man who won't give you a child or can't give you a child. And then she like first pretends to go along with it, but basically uses this as a chance. She pretty much pushes him off and tries to run away. And mm -hmm. now she does what I, ladies, can we just take a moment? Can I tell you when you are being pursued and running from somebody, don't go upstairs. Okay. Upstairs is not freedom unless you're prepared to parkour off of a balcony. When you are trying to escape the clutches of a psycho, you gotta run out, out. She should have gone to that backyard. She should have gone to that backyard. Instead, she went up the stairs, he caught her, and then he knocks her out with some chloroform. Ugh. I said, Justin, 
So close. Do you think he got the chloroform from the first aid kit in Deadly Mile High Club? <laughs> I thought about it. I totally thought about it. I was like, I wish it had been another case of Chekhov's chloroform. <laughs> Unfortunately, it just came as a surprise. But I was like, you know, it's in a first aid kit somewhere. <laughs> uh, okay, so Dominic, we see Dominic. He's in her bathroom. He's going through her stuff. He's pulling hair off of her brushes and he's running the bath. And that's when I was like, oh no, the bath dream. It's going to become a reality. Yep, oh, yep, gosh. yep, yep. We're really using that bath time. We might get a bath murder. I don't know. But... Listen to how crazy he is when Justine comes to. And I need you to know that when this is happening, he is sitting in a rocking chair holding a knife. What did you do? Nothing. Nothing. I'm not a monster, Justine. Uh, I would never touch you before, before knowing one thing. Did you sleep with him after our moment together? It's none of your business. Um, what? She obviously had sex with her husband. Dog. Right. Like, that's like you guys have only kissed. I mean, I I, I hate to trivialize your match, but like you're. I also like as I'm like I don't think Dom is as slick as these past aliases were because mm -hmm. like this last woman fully left her entire family. Yeah. Um There's a woman, you know, like and. All that happened between Justine is they kissed. You know, like she right, doesn't even right, bought right, him right. a present. He's given her <laughs> presents. I guess she's paid for some private sessions, but that's about it, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, so Ugh. he forces her at knife point to get into the tub and he starts choking her. It's really scary. Yeah. Um, and then he stops choking her. She's like clearly out of breath, terrified. Yeah, and she yeah. keeps saying over and over again, I'm a sprig, I'm the sprig, I'm the sprig. And then they Ugh. kiss. Ah! <laughs> and so while he's like into it, she grabs the amethyst crystal he gifted her and pops him over the head with it. A little protection never hurt anyone. I love it. I love when they pretend to play along. That's and one of my favorite use, things. When the weapon is something the yes. villain has given them. Absolutely. We love that symmetry. We love it full circle. That is how you use your hour and 27 minutes. Okay. Yeah. She runs out. This time she goes. She runs out the door. She gets to the front door, bumps right into Tom. And basically Tom's like, what is going on? Are you okay? And obviously she must have tells him because he comes in the house, grabs a bat, goes to the bathroom, where she left a bloodied Dominic, but returns to find just blood and an open window. Uh, uh. It was crazy, it was crazy. And then we see the police leaving their house, Tom and Justine, you know, are obviously like shaken, they're trying to figure this out. And then she takes this moment to admit that she kissed Dominic. I kissed him. Nothing else happened. I stopped it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's like, please don't be mad at me. Please forgive me. Oh, she like makes him hug her. Like now I feel bad for Tom. Yeah. Because I feel like he is not being given a chance to actually feel his feelings. Yeah. Because he was not cheating and she <laughs> did kiss a crazy person. I also don't 
don't think she really needed to tell him that she kissed him. You know? Like, yeah. Seems, yeah, 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 yeah. I think low on the priority list <laughs> of things Tom needs to know. But we also realize, hey, Mr. Tom, were you supposed to be on a business trip for like days? And then he basically, he explains that he came home because of this. Hey, Tom, it's Stephanie. I have some great news. There's a baby one week old, and the agency feels like you and Justine would be the perfect match for this little girl. Give me a call back, and let's get you all together. Everything is good for Justine. Yeah. That's basically the vibe. They got the baby. It's all coming together. However, Dominic, not caught. Not caught. The final scene is him standing in front of a new yoga class in a new studio. There has been such a short passage of time. His face is still completely messed up. Like, yes, if, he is if not healed. If I was in a workout class and the instructor came in, goopy, bloodied face, <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I think. Yeah. Like, he I'm looks, gonna transfer to the six o'clock because I don't know what's going so on with him. Gross and crazed. And then he immediately recycles his damn monologue about his damn be the sprig. He doesn't even get new material. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Whoo. This one, you know, when you have one that really gives you that sense of like the danger is still here. I do think that's fun. I love it because now we have psycho yoga instructor two, too fast, too psycho. You know what I mean? There's a lot that can be done in this world. Oh my God. This one was a little crazy to me. And I cannot wait to talk to the person who wanted us to watch this. Someone who works in A&E's Chicago ad sales, honey. Someone who's been with A&E for 17 years, honey. We are going to talk to Josh Gajewski, lifetime super fan. Hi, everybody. Hi. Oh, God. Well, so nice to meet you. Oh my God, Pink Fedora is heaven. This is heaven. We love it. Yeah, I thought it would be a perfect addition. Oh my God, perfect. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know us, you know us. Okay, Uh, Naomi and I are so excited to be joined by Lifetime Superfan and... The the reason we even watched exactly. Psycho Yoga Instructor. So the reason we're here today, mm-hmm. please welcome from Chicago, Josh Gajewski. Josh, 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 love your pink fedora. I wore what? it just yes, for pink. you. <laughs> Where'd uh, you get it? So um, it was it it actually was a situation where I was shopping online, and uh-huh. it was a. People who bought your sh- this shampoo also bought this, and it served me <laughs> this pink fedora. And I was like, okay, the internet is scary because it knows me way too well. I mean, now I'm offended that it wasn't recommended to us because I've been yelling pink fedora yeah. 75 times a week for the last three <laughs> right. weeks. You know, like it's, come on, you guys know I want Yeah, it's it. her Bloody Mary, just right in the mirror saying pink fedora, <laughs> hoping it'll appear. That's yes. the dream. Now, Josh, you have said, all right, you have said on the record that you've watched as many as 145 Lifetime movies in the last year. Is that possible? Could you be more of a Lifetime head than we are? It is possible, you know, and I have to say, this is a pandemic year, so there was a lot more time on my hands, and I had a backed up DVR, 
movies from 2020, <laughs> 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I have seen, the actual number is 138. Wow. Also, okay. wow. It also includes Christmas movies. I've seen, I think, yes. almost every Lifetime Christmas movie we did in 2020. Amazing. Wow. This felt to me like one of the movies where the title did the talking and we didn't get the psycho till the end. You, Do you know what I mean? Yes, and you are correct. And to the skeptics <laughs> of this movie, I will say mm-hmm. that, and maybe it's because I've seen so many Lifetime movies that I appreciated the slow build. Like, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. to the skeptics, you get a lot of yoga in this movie. <laughs> you get a lot of yoga. Like, I feel like yeah. I could get a yoga workout just from watching the, the scenes back to back to back. <laughs> yes, there's a workout video in the film, too. Okay, I, I, I'm realizing that for sure. <laughs> and, and I don't know anything about yoga, but I, I feel like Dominic's instruction was really, really good. Okay, yeah. well, I don't know. Josh, you don't know about yoga. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm on team pink fedora with Josh. Sorry, Naomi, you're on an island with no pink fedora. And that's fine by me. Now, I do hear, Josh, you have this rating system that you're sort of building around these Lifetime films. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? I would love to know what you can tell us about the system. I know it's not fully formed. And also where Psycho Yoga Instructor falls in this rating system. Oh, okay. So I still haven't cracked like the full code on how to rate Mm -hmm. Lifetime movies because they're all so different. You've got the yeah. biopics, you've got the mm-hmm. rip from the headlines, and then you've got like the, the core sort of like crazy bananas, like lifetime, lifetime movie of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I started building this massive spreadsheet because I needed to keep track I of- it. I love it. Well, you know, once I reached a certain threshold, it was about 50 <laughs> movies. I couldn't <laughs> tell the difference between like if I had already seen Psycho Granny or Killer Grandma or like der- deranged <laughs> uh-huh. Grandma. Like, yeah. so I needed to keep track of them somehow. And then it grew into this giant spreadsheet where I could see a lot of like repeating patterns. Um, mm-hmm. That's where I, I put in a rating system and I still haven't cracked the code on it. They're so different. I've got a five point system. So like okay. five being the best, that's universal mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. But yep there's a different increment depending on the actual movie. Okay, Buffy Mug, and now I'm on Team Josh and a Pink Fedora, okay? I mean, you love vampires. Of course you found Lifetime (laughs) to be soothing to you. Now, where where would you rank Psycho Yoga Instructor in your five-point system? Like, where does it fall? It ranks, and uh, it ranks five out of five sprigs. Okay. And, you know, like, this is how my rating system evolved. Like, you, you've seen the Ruby movies. There are four of them. Yes. In yeah. the movies, she is, like, plagued by this bad voodoo mojo. But in the movies, mm-hmm. they call it mm-hmm. Grigri. So yeah. the Ruby mo- movies, they're all four out of five Grigri's. The Vi- <laughs> okay, the Vivica, gotcha. Vivica Fox movies, those are always five out of five Vivs. Yeah. <laughs> if there's something significant in the movie, um, I use that. So for like Deadly mm-hmm. Mile High Club, it was five pink fedoras. Uh-huh, yes, absolutely. Right. And now that Anna Marie Dobbins is also in Deadly Misconduct, that mm-hmm. movie is also five pink fedoras. Excellent. Great. Yes. Okay. Have you thought about teaching a college level class? I would love Think to about be it. at the I Learning mean, Annex this... doing this. <laughs> 
this, I mean, like, it's so unique, this spreadsheet I'd love to get my hands on. Like, what are yours? Naomi and I definitely have favorite tropes and then triggers that we see because we Mm -hmm. watch these almost as much as you. What are some of your favorite tropes, some of your favorite lifetime staples? I add them in as they come along. Like I just added a a column for um, the best friend who never really gets like their due. Yes. Um, So now I'm starting to keep track of who the best friend is, what their role, you know, Uh Mm -hmm. the things that happen the most commonly in Lifetime movies, and I did a brief analysis before <laughs> earlier on today. So these are some, some stats uh, mm-hmm. and some lessons to be learned from them. First, I have to say that this is not scientific uh, numbers. <laughs> I no, we're taking this at, we, no, this is, yeah. um, this, this, the CDC has co-signed on yeah. this. This is fact <laughs> and needs to be And, and this is, this is okay? just an Excel spreadsheet. It's not like Watson, the Jeopardy computer. Like this is just <laughs> me with filters on Excel. So in 20% of the Lifetime movies, somebody has put a hidden surveillance camera in somebody's house. Okay, yes, mm. yes, yes. And wow. usually they aren't very well hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Usually it's in the plant yep. and very mm-hmm. e- easily spotted. Yeah. In approximately 30% of the movies, okay. someone is being drugged or poisoned. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Chloroform yes. is big. How many chloroforms? I actually had to stop counting the chloroform because it was so... <laughs> This is some, these are other things like some unique poisons that have been used are blowfish toxin, wow. animal tranquilizer guns, yeah, a, tur- a turkey dinner. <laughs> a turkey dinner? In Psycho Granny. That's the opening scene. She uses oh. a turkey dinner. She also uses like syringes. She uses chloroform, an, mm, an IV great. drug. She like pulls no punches. Mm-hmm. She's going for it. <laughs> uh, what <are> <laughs> Um, and all of, you know, a lot of times someone is being intentionally given something that they're allergic to. Mm, yes, like, poppy seeds. Yes, killer mm-hmm. twins. Co- yep. Coconuts, nuts. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. never yeah. tell anybody that you're allergic to something because they will definitely use it against you. Absolutely. That's a good hot tip. Is everyone listening? Key takeaways <laughs> from Josh. Never tell people about your allergies. Never tell anybody that you're an asthmatic because they will hide your inhaler. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. my husband is an asthmatic and deathly allergic to seafood. And I tell everyone. And now maybe <laughs> I just opened him up to be vulnerable. You sealed his fate. You've sealed his fate, Megan. And you did that oh, on purpose gosh. because if you ever plan to take him down, you can now pawn it off on so many other people. That's a lot. Strike it from the record. <laughs> Strike it from the record. <laughs> Now, okay, so uh, at the top of the episode, Naomi and I were on different pages. She took it to mean you are a super fan of Lifetime. I took it to mean you are a super <laughs> fan of this podcast. Can you settle this debate for us? It's actually both. Wow. You know, your right. podcast is one of three that I listen to on normal speed. Oh, wow. That's an honor. You're not double timing it. You're not double timing it. You're really treating yourself when you listen to us. I I love listening to you. I think you guys strike the right tone. It's like, I am so thrilled to be here. I hope I do the lifetime super fan justice. Like I, I'm just thrilled. Well, we love it because also, hello, there is a spreadsheet. So yes, you are a super fan. But Megan, do you want to have listened to the voicemail with Josh? 
Yes. Josh, would you be? <laughs> okay, you're going to be so excited to hear this. Um, and I'm really, I would just like to say I'm very proud of myself for fishing for the compliment. <laughs> um, it wasn't even written. I just, you know, it was in my gut. I needed it today. Mm -hmm. So we are going to play a voicemail for Josh. He got excited, so he knows what that means. Update for the listeners at home. There was a voicemail a few weeks ago from a gal in New York, and she said that she had gone out on a date with a comedian and then heard him talk on his podcast about how he like wasn't dating. Well, he went. You know, so he basically goes to her, but then found out on the pod that he was dating someone else. The pod was like, I yes. have someone else I'm sleeping with. So this is breaking yeah. news. And as I predicted, not only do I know the man she was talking about, I follow him on social media. <laughs> Naomi's partner, Andy, follows him on social media. And I would call him even a friend. Wow. That is brutal. Can you imagine? How, how do you, I mean, like, how do you go on from here, like, knowing that? Well, because he's a scumbag. I already knew he was a scumbag. And, like, so when she told me, I go, oh, that tracks. I didn't know it was going to be so close to home. Right. You know, it hit it hit closer than I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to be someone that I knew that I didn't like. Um, but the podcast in question, I have been on. Wow, Whoa. wow, wow, wow. I mean, this is we, are, we are talking close. We are talking close. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, just, uh, that is just a taste of the journey that these voicemails can take us on as lovers of Lifetime. And so with that breaking news and preface. If you have a voicemail of your own, if you have a story to tell that no one else will appreciate but us, please do drop us a line. Leave us a VM at 212-424-7338. Okay, now Josh, mentally prepare for this one. This is fresh to you, fresh to Megan. I listened to it because I just can never wait for gossip. <laughs> Julie, please play voicemail two. Please leave your message. Okay, so hi guys. Uh, I heard you were looking for messy stories, so I'm gonna share how messy I was before the pandemic. Um, so there was this guy who um, I wasn't super interested in, but he wanted to come over and I was like, no, I'm good. But then he sent me a picture of his member and I was like, oh. You can absolutely come over, yes. Yes, you can. Um, so we did the deed. It was great. And the next day, I just had to brag because it was literally the biggest member I've ever encountered in my whole life. So I'm driving, texting and driving. I don't want to talk about it. Um, and I send my best friend... The picture being like, look at this guy who I was with last night. Isn't he awesome? <laughs> and then I get a message from that guy being like, I can't believe that you are sharing that picture with people. <laughs> so I accidentally um, sent that message to him. And um, fast forward to a couple weeks later, I start dating a person and we sit down for dinner uh, at this restaurant. And the guy who I hadn't spoken to since that text message was sitting right next to me at that restaurant. Um, so, yeah. 
now it's after the pandemic and I'm actually talking to that guy again and we're dating. So happy ending. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Wow. Josh, can you fathom this roller coaster? That was a a lot to take in. I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, you hear like no pun intended. Oh no. Um. Wow. I mean, it is like. uh, First of all, I think she's a queen. Um, I love her. I do think this could be an amazing PSA for not texting and driving. Yes. Um. I have obviously done this before about a one night stand. So naked. What? Sorry. You get confused. It's one of those like mental things where you're talk you're talking about someone and then instead of texting a person, you text them because your brain is thinking oh, about them. That's a nightmare. It's, I was gonna oh, say it's I don't, an actual nightmare. Josh, have it's you ever done actual, that? No way. Well, okay, I guess I guess your brain is. is well, come on, he's your got signals. Don't get crossed. he's got spreadsheets. Right. Okay, he's Josh has a beautiful I, mind. Yeah. He can. Keep I'm it terrible straight. at multitasking, unitasking. I I love to unitask. <laughs> well, she what? said so. She accidentally sends a dick pic. He's upset. So that's already step one. The nightmare of sending something to the person, the last person who should see it. Right, very lifetime. But he's got a great dick. She's like, it's a great dick. You would, I, I mean, yes. Yeah, but he wants. There is, there is part of me that's like, uh, there are some men that would like and that. myself included that would be like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> but then also you have running into him later at a meal with yeah. your current lover. That yeah. is just oh my god, two tenths. I wouldn't have been able to eat. I would have had to get. I would have got. Like, would either of you been able? Mm. You would have left. Wow. Megan, would you have been able to stay and just eat your food? Oh, yeah. yeah. I would have been able to stay. I would have been able to stay, and she stayed, and now she's dating him again. I love her. I want her to teach a college class, too. I want Josh. I want it to be sister classes. Josh's class is first. Her class is second. Here's how to be a messy hoe post Right, you're right. It is a happy ending. Ultimately, it's a happy ending. Yes. So good for her. Pun intended again. <laughs> You're off your rocker. Now, happy endings are not very lifetime. Every now and then, not every now and then, we will flash forward, you know, to see everything worked out. But if this was a lifetime movie, for some reason, I'm imagining the thriller version called Deadly Dick Pick. (laughs) Deadly Dick Pick. And it is a photograph. It's almost like The Ring. If you see the dick pic, you will die. (laughs) Right? And she accidentally sends it to him. Oh my gosh. It's a curse. That's terrible. The dick is a curse. The dick wow. is a curse. Think about that. That just would be don't wow. send it. Just don't just don't send it to begin with. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. I mean, wedding invite forthcoming, I hope. I really think all three of us deserve to be flower girls when this Absolutely. when this deadly dick pick, the happy ending happens. Oh my God, Josh, thank you so much for visiting us and joining our insanity and showing that you are down here with us in the Lifetime universe, Mm -hmm. the Lifetime cinematic universe. Thank you so much. Like, I I really love the podcast. I think you guys just, you just nail it every single time. And I am so... Honored to be here with you right now. Like it's it's been fantastic. Well, thank oh, you, thank so, you much. so much. I I hope you enjoy your Chicago summer. And please 
Josh and to all the other listeners, please keep sending us films. We love yeah. seeing ones that we know you love. It just makes it so much better because then we're like, who recommended this crazy piece? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Thank you. <sighs> wow, he was a true super fan and delight. Okay, next week, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming with who is killing the cheerleaders? <laughs> Former cheerleader Ellie Oliver returns home 10 years after surviving the brutal slaying of her cheerleading squad. The whole squad? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am in. <laughs> when she accepts a teaching job at her old high school, the violent attacks begin again. Oh my god! Could this be a copycat? Or the killer back to finish the job? Well, honey, I don't know what else to do to make you get a Lifetime Movie Club subscription because I'm obsessed. Are you kidding me? After the brutal slaying of her cheerleading squad, the squad in its entirety? My God, watch this movie on Lifetime Movie Club or go to Lifetime Movie Club slash podcast and get that free seven-day trial and watch Who is Killing the Cheerleaders? I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, Tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder with Chris Boniello as editor and sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler with original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.